0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. We're going to be talking about a series that I have, a five-hour audio series on CD, entitled As in the Days of Noah. One part of the series, Angels in the Time of Noah, Lot, and Today, is a very interesting study on how angels played such an interesting role as I said, in the days of Noah, but also in the days of Lot and even today. Well, I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of As in the Days of Noah, this five-hour audio series on CD in just a moment. First, get your Bible. Let's have this study, and then I'll be back to tell you how you can get your own copy. Right now, Angels in the Times of Noah, Lot, and Today. Lucifer was the, in fact, go to chapter, have you got 14, chapter 14 of Isaiah and Ezekiel chapter 28? Look at chapter 14 of Isaiah first. How great, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which weaken the nations? Lucifer, that was his name. Now, chapter 28 of Ezekiel and verse 13. And you say, wait a minute, man. Uh, Are you sure that's what this is talking about? Is this not talking about the king of Tyre in chapter 28? Yes, the first 12 verses are indeed talking about the king of Tyre. But when you get to chapter 28 of Ezekiel, verse 13 and following, it's not talking about the king of Tyre, and I'll show you why. Verse 13, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. I want to tell you something. The king of Tyre was never in the Garden of Eden. This is talking about Lucifer. Lucifer, who was placed, he was a cherub, one cherubim. He was a cherub placed in the position of prominence over all of creation, over the throne of God. Thou hast been in the Garden of God, every precious stone was thy covering. Look down here. Uh, the day uh, last part of verse thirteen, the day that thou was created, thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. He puts Lucifer probably the majesty of his creative acts in the position of prominence over all of creation. He sets him there himself. Thou wast there from the day thou wast created. Thou wast in the Garden of Eden, in thy anointed cherub that covereth, and I set thee so. And thou wast upon, verse 14, thou was upon the holy mountain of God. That's the phrase defining the Garden of Eden, the holy mountain of God. Used 18 times. Remember, I told you that this morning. 18 times in the Old Testament. Two times it's used here in chapter 28. The other 16 times it's used, always referring to the Holy Temple Mount, the most sacred piece of real estate in all of creation, located in the city of Jerusalem. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God, verse 14, thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. By the way, the king of Tyre was never perfect from the day he was created. Because he wasn't created. He came from a mother's womb until iniquity was found in thee, until sin was found in thee, Lucifer. Now, how did that happen? Go back to chapter 14 of the book of Isaiah. Chapter 14, Isaiah. We read about Lucifer in verse 12. Now, verse 13 of chapter 14 of Isaiah. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven I will exalt my throne before the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High God. Five times, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Notice one of them in particular. You notice this phrase right here that says that... uh, uh, I will sit in the verse thirteen. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the north sides of the uh, in, in the sides of the north. I will sit in the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. That is a quote from Psalm forty eight two. You know where that is talking about the city of Jerusalem. You know what is going to happen one day, Lucifer who falls because of his rebellion against God, is going to be worshipped in the city of Jerusalem. Satan will one day be worshipped in the city of Jerusalem. I will be worshipped in the city of Jerusalem. I will rise up above the heavens. I will be like the Most High God. What does the Antichrist say? Second chapter of 2 Thessalonians, verse 4. He will walk into the holy temple. When the temple stands in the Jerusalem during the seven-year tribulation period, he will sit down as God to be worshipped in the city of Jerusalem. This is Lucifer. This is Satan who falls. He's going to be thrown. Look at back in chapter 28 now of Ezekiel. Chapter 28 of Ezekiel. Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created, verse 15, till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have, uh, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee to, uh, as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thy heart was lifted up, and I cause, uh, 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 because of thy beauty, thou hast corrupted the wisdom by reason of thy beauty. Uh, brightness I will cast thee to the ground, I will lay thee before kings, and that they may behold thee. And so here Lucifer, the most prominent of all of creation, the one that God places as a cherub over his own creation, is going to be cast out of his presence because he rebels. Because five times he expresses his free will that he will be equal with god and god will not allow that to happen from any of his creation he says i will be equal i will be worshiped in jerusalem i will have the glory for myself you see angels have a free will but they have a free will that can only be exercised one time there is no redemption for angels they can only have that free will exercised one time and one-third of the angels exercised that free will with Lucifer and were thrown out of the heavenlies. Now, how many angels are there? I do not know. Uh, To institute my memories of Dr. Priest and Phillips, I do not know. May I make a sanctified, speculated guess? I think there are possibly 12 billion angels that were created. Now, where do I get that from? There are today approximately 6 billion people on the earth. Those that have studied it tell me that from creation until today, there have been 6 billion people. That's a total of 12 billion people. And God... I think created at least one angel for every single person that would to to be assigned to that individual as his or her guardian angel. And so thus, if there have been 12 billion people that have been in existence from creation until today, I suggest that he maybe have created 12 billion. Some said, well, if one third of them fell, maybe it was uh, 18 billion because one third of them, six billion would have fallen. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says in chapter 5 of the book of the Revelation, 10,000 times 10,000, that's 100 million. But the Bible says, in that using the same word over in the book of Revelation chapter 9, 200,000, it's the same Greek word as used in chapter 5. And 200,000, that's 200 million. And so there's a discrepancy, at least in the translation of that greek word what the greek word literally means is a number that no man can count i don't know how many angels there were but just for a point of argument let's say that there were 12 billion of them four billion fall with lucifer where do they fall from the presence of god in the third heaven to the first heaven how do i know they went to the first heaven well, I read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers of darkness, world, rulers of this world, evil in the heavenlies. What is that talking about? That's talking about angels, principalities, powers of darkness, rulers of this world, evil in the heavenlies. Those are angels. We wrestle not against each other. We wrestle against them. That's why he told us to put on the whole armor of God, so that you can be able to stand... Against whom? Satan. In the day that he comes to deal with us. And so we're talking about angels there. And so now we see the creation of angels, and we see the fall of angels. And when it actually took place, I am not absolutely sure, but it was between the sixth day of creation and the day that they showed up in the Garden of Eden in the form of a serpent there to deceive and confuse Adam and Eve. Having established now that angels have been created, angels did fall. There's good angels and there's evil angels. Go to chapter 6, and let me just refresh your thinking, rehearse just briefly with you, angels in the days of Noah, because there were angels that played a key role in the days of Noah, as there were angels that played a key role in the days of Lot. In chapter 6, I mentioned this already, but I'll go through it again and give you maybe some proof texts, and maybe we'll look at them. And it came to pass, chapter 6, verse 1, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. Then were giants in the land in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of all men of renown. I submit to you, the sons of God in chapter 6, used twice in the book of Genesis, are the same as the sons of God in chapter 1, verse 6, chapter 2, verse 1, chapter 38, verse 7 in the book of Job. These were angels that are going to have a sexual relationship with the daughters of men. There will be a sexual intercourse taking place between an evil angel and a daughter of man, a human woman. Otherwise, go back again just briefly because we've looked at it, but I want to refresh your thinking to the book of Jude, just the book before Revelation. Thank you so very much for joining us as we have taken a look at the book. As in the Days of Noah is a five-hour audio series on CD. This is study number four that we have just completed, Angels in the Times of Noah, Lot, and Today. If you would like to have the entire study of As in the Days of Noah, you can call our toll-free number or go to our website and make your order today. Let me give you those numbers and the address, please. The phone number, our toll-free number, toll-free from across America, is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. As I said, it is a toll-free number from across America. The address on our website, prophecytoday.com, and then go to our shopping mall, and you'll be able to make your order of As in the Days of Noah, a five-hour audio series on CD. This will help you to understand how it was in the days of Noah, and how those days have been replicated today, giving us evidence of how soon the return of Jesus Christ could well be. But remember, seven years before his return to the earth, he will come in the clouds, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and we'll be caught up to be with him. You know that's referred to in eschatological terminology. That means end times terminology as the rapture of the church. And after our study today, I'm sure you understand that the rapture could happen at any moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.